1: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you to go over today's MLB card. And yesterday, we did have a rainout between the Braves and the Tigers. So that means that will now be made up today. Game one uh happening later this morning here out on the West Coast, uh 110 Eastern time, uh out in Detroit. And then game two will be right after that. And of course that means, Joe, that they will split this doubleheader. So now we just have of to course. figure out which way they're going to split. And that's and then you you basically live bet, quote unquote, the doubleheader, and then you're yeah. pretty much good as far as that's concerned. Uh but as far as game one goes, uh that's that's exactly where I want to start. Spencer Strider Against Michael Lorenzen. And Strider currently has the lead in stuff plus facing the offensively struggling Tigers. Right away, I want to figure out: okay, how many runs will Detroit score here? Because Strider could go deep into this ball game uh, with that extra day, with great stuff. Detroit's struggling. There's not a whole lot of value on BetMGM at, say, going under three and a half runs for the Tigers, but you get plus money at under two and a half, and it might be a scary proposition to say that a baseball team through nine innings will only score two or fewer runs. But if this is a time to do something like that, it might be now with Strider on the bottom.
2: Oh, my goodness. BetMGM is a nine and a half on his Ks. What? <laughs> nine and a half oh man i know it's 15ks per (laughs) nine but my goodness and that's it's just not there it's there's a number of places a little plus money plus 105 on the over i don't recall seeing a nine and a half in a long long it's been a long time i really don't remember seeing it before (laughs) at all but i i'm not one that looks at k props every day but you know when you have sharder going to take a look uh i do think it's worth noting lol lists both lost Lance Lynn last night, Jordan Lyles, of course, with Kansas City. That was a one-run game, so uh, that certainly worked again if you were looking. Uh, Yeah, so Game 2, I did not see a number on. Uh, Ed is uh, joking around about you just wait on the winner of Game 1, then you know which way to bet it in Game 2, since it always seems to happen. At least that's what people say when it does happen. But I – can, can you do anything with Strider? What What are you thinking there? Because we're talking about a minus two hundred and fifty money line. I know it's a struggling offense, but that's uh that's quite the price.
1: That's just it: is Tigers team total yeah. and figuring out what number I want to land on. If you go under three and a half on BetMGM, it's minus one eighty five. And I know it's not a massive payout, but it seems really safe to me. Like, again, you're looking for value. You're not necessarily looking at the biggest payout, per se. So that may be the safest thing to do. Uh, If you want to feel frisky and go under two and a half at plus 105, I'm thinking that's a possibility. I probably may go the safer route at under three and a half. And, yeah, I'm selling off some stock there. But I think that's the play in this game.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, that makes more sense. That's another way you got to get creative sometimes with this. If if the run line scares you off or you have just such a massive favorite where the two, two and a halfs, which are popping on a semi-regular basis now with some of these matchups, mm-hmm. the books just, they're no, no longer even messing around. They're just going to go right to that, that massive number. And yeah, this is a team that lately we've been seeing them um, in that Philly series a week or so ago they had trouble scoring it was zero two three for them they were shut out against arizona over the weekend so going against uh, a guy that could very well win the national league Cy young if they only are held the two or less or three or less i i don't mind that bet at all
1: hi Aaron. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hello hello should, should right. we discuss a little battle of the birds? Funny story. Yesterday, um, one of my neighbors across the street, he's got like uh, a TV on his deck. And I always see him out there watching Orioles games. And I'm not a diehard Blue Jays fan, but they were up one nothing early. I almost texted, hey, let's go Blue Jays just to, you know, be a jerk. But thank goodness I decided to pass on that because the Orioles won. So I would have felt like a uh-huh. jerk. Uh, But I do think Mm -hmm. this is a good spot for the Blue Jays today in a revenge spot, if you will, after yesterday. I mean, the Blue Jays have been struggling a bit. They lost three out of four. I think they're finally going to turn things around today and get a win. Um, Barrios has been pitching pretty well, even though overall the Blue Jays pitching has been a big concern. But um, I was looking at it. They've allowed 26 runs in the past three outings. Hopefully that comes to an end today with Barrios. Um, He's gone six or more innings while allowing three or more fewer runs in seven of his past 10 outings. So really only a couple bad days for him this season. So I'm going to go jays money line in what you know bradish isn't he's okay 425 era expected era is 436 and then his xfip is 399 so no no huge discrepancies there um so yeah blue jays money line minus 109 i I like it
2: i like scoring um if you look at the history of both pitchers uh, against these lineups Terrible, uh, OPS is is about a thousand, and there are a number of hitters in these lineups that just destroy. Like Adley Rushman, it's a small sample size. He's seven for ten against Barrios. Um, Springer, Vlad, Bachet have hit Pradish a bunch. So, I, if you want to do first five over, even a game over uh, of nine, uh, I, I'd be willing to uh, to back that
1: one.
3: Yeah, I mean it flew over nine uh, yesterday. I was actually looking yeah. at some totals as well because that could be. I think that's a good idea as well, Joe.
2: Toronto's hitting three eighty four with a four forty seven on base against Bradish, and it's this is a sort of game where one side could go over nearly by themselves. Like that's the sort of explosiveness we see with these offenses.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you I mean, agree. Both ball clubs oh. have good history. Yeah. No, that's another way to play it. But no, I, I, yeah. I would rather say tail Aaron's approach because Blue Jays are due for positive regression. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Blue Jays have done well against uh, Bradish, you know, during his starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely the way to go. And what seems like a coin flip from the market, but I think it's a, a little bit more lopsided in the Blue Jays' favor. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Joe, okay. what's something else that you're looking at?
2: I mean, I, even if you don't have a bet on it, we have to talk about uh, the New York game, right? Yankees-Mets, Cole and Verlander. Ooh-wee. I mean, Cole, yeah, I mean, that that is a good one. And there's another coin flip. We've got a bunch. We've got a bunch of close money lines here. Yeah, this uh, certainly one of them. One ten on both sides. The totals only seven and a half. Cole has great history against a lot of teams, but in particular the Mets. And obviously, we were talking about Alonzo's injury. They're trying to put a positive spin on it. Uh, we're not quite sure how long he's going to be out. But uh, you know, with the, with the two New York teams, especially the Mets, people are starting to wonder if they're going to end up making the postseason. Uh, you know, their best hitter in the lineup right now, like Lindor, he's done nothing against Cole. He's one for 11. Like, Cole just mows these guys down. Is it surprising to anyone that this is a coin flip with Cole? Because we don't see that opportunity much. I know it's he, Verlander on the other side, but yeah.
3: Verlander has not been as good as Garrett Cole. And I think overall that the Yankees are just the better team in this matchup. I mean,. Verlander 2-3 and three on the year has an earned run average of, what, 485? So, yeah, I think Cole um, is much better. I, I would definitely lean Yankees money line minus 108.
1: I wonder if this is the game where we need to talk about totals. It's at 7.5. Mm-hmm. It's juiced to the under. And I don't know if that's appropriate for this matchup because, Aaron, it's exactly like what you're talking about. Verlander has not been at that Cy Young caliber like he was last year and yes Cole is amazing but you do have that occasional slugger in both lineups that could just go off and seven and a half is not that big of a number to where it's possible the Yankees or the Mets get it by themselves
3: in terms of uh hitting it's a little rainy in the area. I see rain in New York around three o'clock, but I don't know if the rainy conditions would affect this game and, you know, the total.
0: Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
0: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: hmm. that's a good point I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I
2: don't, I they said that. there's <laughs> they're saying a chance for rain pre-game uh it should be clearing out by first pitch uh, winds out to right field is okay. 10 miles per hour. So it doesn't look like it'll be a big deal.
3: Hopefully it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. Let's I don't see, see uh, weather conditions impacting uh, any of any of any game on today's slate.
1: I'd like to talk about the Nationals and the Astros. Josiah Gray for Washington going up against Framber Valdez. What kind mm-hmm. of degree of difficulty is going on with Framber Valdez because when I was looking at his game log there's no real distinguishing factor as far as determining when he's going to pitch well and when he's going to pitch poorly granted you could say that about a lot of major league hurlers but when you have someone as elite as Valdez sometimes there's that distinguishing factor where you can figure out okay this is going to be his night to shine versus, okay, he may struggle against this elite lineup or they hit, they don't elicit a lot of ground balls, whatever it is. I don't really see that with, with Valdez because he struggled against the Cubs. They can't really hit. He has done very well against the Angels. They can hit. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there is value in just taking the other side, if it truly is some kind of a coin flip. And as I look at the numbers for this one, uh, you see that, yeah, the Astros are massive favorites at minus two fifty. But I wonder if, say, Nationals run line at even money. At even money, maybe there's a play there, just because either it's going to be a close contest or it's just going to ha- it's just going to be a bad Valdez night.
0: You're
2: getting two to one on a pitcher in Josiah Gray with an ERA of three. I know I know the peripherals aren't that great, and he probably he's not going to. Pitch to that level the entire season but that's a really good point It does no rhyme or reason Atlanta nine strikeouts no no walks in seven innings of work so sometimes he excels against these great lineups and then sometimes he struggles against teams that are eh, that, that aren't that scary so yeah that's that's an interesting look and in, in his last start he walked four batters Against Toronto, lasting only five innings, that's abnormal for him. We're, we're used to him being a quality start machine, and uh he did not do that in his last start against a team that that does happen to be a good lineup. But uh over the course of the season, that's a it's interesting. You never know. Should they be minus two fifty? That fair question.
3: Oof! I was looking at Rockies at Red Sox. I was thinking about backing Garrett Whit- Whitlock in the Red Sox, but. Man, even first five is at minus one and a half. I hate it when it goes to that number. It's just, that's a tough one. Is that typically a stay away once you see it at that number instead of minus half like it usually is? But Whitlock seems like the much better pitcher yeah. in this matchup against Gomber, who's his – I mean, his ERA is 7.57, expected ERA, 7.60, fit 5.24. So I just – I think this is a Red Sox spot, but I don't know what the best way to bet it is because the numbers are kind of out of control. And the total, 10 or 10.5, which is interesting because the under has hit in four of the last five Red Sox games and the under has hit in three Mm -hmm. of the last five Rockies games. So maybe that could be an under look there.
1: At the same time, though, asking about one-and-a-half run lines for the first five, if it's Jordan Lyles against, say, the Braves,
3: <laughs> yeah. I might still yeah. be yeah. worried. That's true. <laughs> worried. I'd still be That is true. <laughs> These two okay. might be a little more even than that matchup, though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that like I I think it's a fair point here, but it's not an automatic stay away. Like you know, it's it's one of the reasons why I guess we have a list of losers in the first place is so that we can look at say first five situations, and even if it is a one and a half run line, you may still pull the trigger on that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, quick conversation here. Uh, we we know about when it, when he came up, and all these people betting on the Reds. They're down to around five to one now for the division. Uh betting on him to NL Rookie of the Year, all that stuff. He has a stolen base in four straight games. And we're still getting oh. a plus plus two sixty bet MGM for over half what? stolen bases for Ellie de la Cruz. Do we have Place to just bet immediately?
3: This? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> the thank phone you, Joe. is out. All yes, over it. Let's go. That is
1: great. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, all of our plays for tomorrow's U.S. Open right here on the BetQL Network.